Welcome back to the Bodega Border Crew Podcast, Volume 65. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is kind of like a three-year anniversary deal. Uh, three years ago, I started this podcast in the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which is where I usually am at this time of year. But obviously, because of coronavirus, that is not happening. We had to change our plans. And I'm kind of bummed, but at least I'm safe and sound with my family and I'm at home in Southern California. But yeah, it's been three years since I started this podcast and it's been a, a big adventure and a lot of fun. A lot of great fans, met a lot of people, got to travel a lot of great places. And you know, uh, it's just been fun and I'm very appreciative of it and everything that's happened, sponsoring contests, again, meeting people, working on different projects. It really goes to show how much over three years the longboard and alternative craft scene has really changed and expanded and we've been able to see a lot of companies get behind it and a lot of people coming out of it so uh yeah and i've been happy to feature some people more famous than others uh giving light to some other people and that kind of thing so i want to thank everybody for sticking around for the last three years and hopefully there's going to be um a lot more years of this and a lot more episodes. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast, volume 65. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our website, bodegabordercrew.com, where we have merch, we have action items uh, for social justice, we have a bunch of other stuff that we'll be putting up on there soon, videos and that kind of thing. Also, make sure to check out the episode description of this episode on your iTunes player or whatever player you are using for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So obviously it's been a little difficult to do interviews with uh, coronavirus going on, but at the same token, I've become a little bit more adept at doing them remotely. So I'm able to get in touch with people I normally don't see a lot. And this episode, I got to interview uh, one of my favorites, uh, Lola Mignot from Mexico. Lola is an amazing human being, amazing surfer, great style, always fun to hang out with. So I'm glad that I got to reach out to her and talk to her about growing up in Sayulita and surfing and that whole thing. Uh, also, a big thing that I'm going to be doing moving forward with these episodes is trying to spotlight organizations and people that are helping inner city youth, uh, people of color, helping the social justice movement happen. And one of those people is Steve from Stoked. Stoked is an organization that I do some work with. I volunteer, I raise money for them. I've been oddly involved with them for 10 years on and off in random circumstance. So I got to talk to Steve about his organization and how it helps people and what you could be doing out there to help him grow his organization to help more youth. And we also have the usual short takes. The first short take we have is, uh, again, another clip from Robots uh, with Troy Elmore that was done for Vans, which is really cool. A piece called Victoria that's about Victoria Vergara that's really cool. And a short film that Vans put out called Breaking Boundaries that I think is really cool. So this episode, as you can tell, the music's a little different. And that's primarily because I had Lola curate some of the songs. And this is a strictly latin hip-hop episode uh, mostly centered around mexican hip-hop she sent me a bunch of stuff and it was really cool because i started doing my own research and finding things that were really impressive about the mexican hip-hop scene first of all they're very open-minded they have a lot of women in it they're very political 
uh, a lot of the beats are reminiscent of 90s boom bap NYC hip hop and I've just gone down this crazy wormhole. So this episode, what I try to do is I try to give a mix of a bunch of different stuff. Some stuff that she picked, some stuff I found, and I hope you guys enjoy it and I'll be back in a little bit with the interview. Peace. De lo que es imposible Hoy hoy más superhéroes que se sienten invencibles Tan invisibles como las buenas intenciones Hay más hipocresía que inocentes en prisiones El mundo avanza y al mismo tiempo retrocede En los aparadores hay sonrisas que te venden Un estilo de vida de acuerdo a tu bolsillo Un precio que te fijan y te pegan en la frente Recientemente el mundo se ha globalizado La mierda que te venden es la misma en todos lados La misma farsa, política y religión El mismo espectáculo en vivo en televisión Hay más protestas, hay más armas y más rebeldes Pero hay más gente que no tiene ganas de moverse Son solo espectadores de su propio destino Si les piden que opinen se sienten indecisos Unos son los que votan, unos son los que exigen Otros esperan que el gobierno les dé lo que piden Unos son explotados, otros mucho perciben Otros suben y bajan mientras sus sueños persiguen Y siguen nadando, van contra la corriente La sociedad te aplasta, no te deja moverte Mamá y papá te exigen buenos resultados Tú y tu mala cabeza te tienes sentenciado Hay más tecnología que niños con comida Hoy hoy más celulares que expectativas de vida Por cada gente honesta hay una pervertida El jing y el yang conviven en la misma fantasía Más de lo mismo, hay más maldad y más cinismo El respeto se acaba y a todos les da lo mismo Todos opinan y todos juzgan sin saber Todos creen tener respuestas y las quieren imponer Lo que hace falta son verdaderos superhéroes Que no busquen la fama, que no estén en la tele Que pongan fuerza, también corazón y mente, que pongan su talento al servicio de la gente, lo que hace falta son verdaderos superhéroes, que no busquen la fama, que no estén en la tele, que pongan fuerza, también corazón y mente, que pongan su talento al servicio de la gente. Pocas respuestas para todas las preguntas, los niños hoy en día saben más que la gente adulta, resulta que cada vez ansiamos más dinero, más plata, más deudas, menos amor sincero, quieres tocar el cielo, poseer el universo y no puedes levantar a conseguir un buen empleo Ni estudia ni trabaja Ni cena autoridades Todo el día se la pasa chateando en redes sociales Sociales es lo que menos somos hoy en día Muy pocos en persona se dan ya los buenos días A todos los conoces por sus fotografías Pero no sabes qué hacen cuando nadie los mira Los veo pasar a diario Salen en las noticias Niños que por acoso se convierten en suicidas Sus padres la verdad es que ni los conocían Estaban ocupados mientras sus hijos morían Lo que hace falta son verdad Superhéroes que no busquen la fama, que no estén en la tele, que pongan fuerza, también corazón y mente, que pongan su talento al servicio de la gente. Lo que hace falta son verdaderos superhéroes que no busquen la fama, que no estén en la tele, que pongan fuerza, también corazón y mente, que pongan su talento al servicio de la gente. El mundo no para y no deja de girar, poco a poco se pudre esta maldita sociedad. Nosotros somos el reflejo de un sistema injusto en donde los más jóvenes ya no tienen Futuro, madres solteras y padres irresponsables que siguen el ejemplo que aprendieron de sus padres, perpetuando ese ciclo que no pueden cambiar. Están tan sumergidos en violencia familiar. Las calles se llenan de ladrones e indigentes. Más niñas prostitutas buscan en la calle clientes, obreros desplazados por máquinas. 
a suplentes Esperan en la caja que les den su último cheque Más de lo mismo, hay más maldad y más cinismo El respeto se acaba y a todos les da lo mismo Todos opinan y todos juzgan sin saber Todos creen tener respuestas y las quieren imponer Lo que hace falta son verdaderos superhéroes Que no busquen la fama, que no estén en la tele Que ponga fuerza, también corazón y mente Que pongan su talento al servicio de la gente Lo que hace falta son verdaderos superhéroes Que no busquen la fama, que no estén en la tele Y que ponga fuerza, también corazón y mente Que pongan su talento al servicio de la gente Me arrulla yo inconsciente en mi vientre Los segundos pasados cargados Tatuados en mi espalda empapados Aunados a espasmos de llanto y de risa He andado sin pausa, sin prisa Así de lento el momento Y no termina así de lento Cruzando entre las espinas Dime que se siente, dime que se siente Dime que se siente el sudor en la frente Dime que se siente, dime si presientes Dime que se siente el sudor en la frente Sí señor Y toma mi cuerpo, lo hace flotar, respirar y tranquilo Estoy en el sitio como para ir a sembrar un poco Y después recogerlo poco a poco Llevarlo a mi bodega y ver lo que me interesa Lo bueno, lo malo, lo que viene en el que ausenta la mantiene Viene, viene, viento, caricias, levedad y sabor Fuego, sonrisa, realidad y dolor Sí señor Let me love you.
resiste contra el abuso del sistema Pueblos, barrios, periferias, colonias y poblas Somos varios, los que ya no se conforman No callamos, escribimos ahora nuestra historia Exigiendo nuestro derecho de existir en la memoria Escucha este canto que te trae sazón Liberación es nuestra acción latinoamericana Hermana, toma acciones para tus demandas Pues el mañana está en tu vientre Y no en las leyes de unas cuantas Empresas que no les interesa Que niñas mueran por las consecuencias Las falencias del sistema Que con sus químicos nos van a matar Seguridad alimentaria para asegurar su capital Canto de amor para la tierra Diversidad nos hace más cercanos Aunque los conquistadores quisieron hacer olvidarlo Nuestra cultura siempre la manifestamos Vivimos la alegría a través de nuestro canto Nuestros andares que convertimos en danza Dando a la madre tierra nuestras alabanzas Agradeciendo a los ancestros por sus enseñanzas Rompiendo las fronteras como culturas hermanas Somos las nietas, la sangre viva inquieta Levantando, construyendo, la red levantando Antiguas y nuevas formas de reinventarnos Que estamos liberando, reclamando la tierra que nos quitaron Conectando el arte con su poder político, crítico, masivo, utópico Defendiendo los derechos contra el sistema de despojo Contra todo retroceso me organizo, me libero y nuevamente me coloco Aparece que se desde adentro te estremece La memoria contenida en tu ADN Solo despierta, no vale la pena Seguirle el juego al sistema Hay otras maneras de convivir con el planeta Ya date cuenta, son nuestras ancestras Fuentes de respuesta, fuentes de respuesta Sabiduría insurrecta Tierra grande, tierra fértil Había ya la semilla liberada Sudamérica, Latina, Vieja, Las Cervas y Desierto, Zona Andina, hasta la playa We are one nation together in front of the power We want revelation and now it's the hour Los muertos se levantan, nuestros pueblos ya cantan reclamando justicia por nuestra tierra Mamá, no 
This episode is being brought to you by Swanson Health. I know a lot of people out there who listen to the podcast, like myself, try to stay healthy and fit and use natural products. We use supplements. We use a lot of stuff, you know, just to keep ourselves going, especially with everything with COVID and our immune systems and stuff like that. And I know for me to buy those products, I often have to go to a bunch of different sites or stores, and that's really difficult nowadays. Luckily, I was turned on to this brand called Swanson Health. Swanson Health has been producing quality vitamins and supplements, foods, healthy home, and self-care products for over 50 years from the heart of America. All this stuff is being made here in their brand. And their brand, they've been working on for years and they've worked really hard on it and have been testing it to hell. And so you know you're getting quality products. They also carry over 20,000 wellness products at great values. So there's other brands besides theirs that you could pick up. I picked up a bunch of CBD soaps, um, some inulin powder, some digestives, a bunch of immunity uh, boosting uh, vitamins. So I definitely think you guys should check out this brand. If you want to try any of Swanson Health's great products for yourself, use code CREW20, that's C-R-E-W-2-0, for 20% off at Swanson.com. It's a pretty big discount, so I really suggest you go use it. That's C-R-E-W-20, CREW20, for 20% off at Swanson.com. guys been digging the tracks like i said i got turned on to a lot of random stuff i like did not expect to hear or anything uh thanks to lola and it's really been cool going down this uh, mexican hip-hop wormhole i think it's something that i'm probably gonna listen to a lot more uh and try to learn the language a little bit better but anyway let's do a little housekeeping this is the bodega border crew podcast make sure to check us out on instagram at bodega border crew make sure to check out our website bodegabordercrew.com where we have merch action items all sorts of stuff go to the website it's linked in the bio of our instagram profile as well also make sure to check out the full episode description on your itunes player for track listings and things that we're talking about and links pertaining to the people we're talking to so this episode i got to talk to lola uh, Mignot, and lola is one of my favorite surfers i've got to see her in person a bunch of times hang out with her and we've been trying to do this interview i think now for about a year or two and just have never connected never had time uh Things at the duct tape in Rockaway were just really hectic and crazy. So here's an interview with her that I did and uh, talk about her growing up in Mexico, uh, art, video projects, that kind of thing. And I hope you guys enjoy. What's your name and where are you from? Um, I actually have four names. My first name is Tamaya, Lola, Lorena, Anaí. 
Uh-huh. Yep. I was born in Paris, but shortly after we moved to Tahiti and the Salvos. Okay, and because your parents are from France? My mom is French, my dad is Argentinian. Okay. And so so what age did you uh, engage in the sailboat life? Um, well, we went to Paris for my birth. They all, they met in the sailboat. So oh. After two months, we went straight on the sailboat, my dad's sailboat. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's always, I've always been with the city, like, traveling on the sailboat. And then we, like, found Tahiti for a couple of years. It's been, like, we've been all over the place since I was the age of three. Okay. And uh, my mom found Sailita with her sister and another aunt. And I fell in love with the place. It's been like so easy for them. And like a small fisherman town in Sailita. Uh-huh. All surfer. Yeah, what, what year did you guys land there? Here, probably 2002. Okay. And so... I was going to ask you, what was it like back then? Because it's obviously blown up a lot, so I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, it was like dirt roads all over the place. When it rained, it was dirt and like rivers. <laughs> but yeah, it's been changing a lot. Like every single beautiful town in the world, I feel like, has so much exposure after a couple of years. Yeah. Such easy living, and many people want to move here and visit. Yeah, I've had that. I mean, I used to go to like a part of Costa Rica back in the like the uh, late 90s on the um, Caribbean side. And we've periodically gone back there like, you know, every like five years or something we go back. And it's like unbelievable to see how much these like small towns like cha have changed so rapidly with tourism. Yeah, it's really sad. Like many beaches, they've tried to uh, shut down because like big resorts want to buy them. And oh, protesting kind of like not like gathering a lot of people to like go and sign because they were trying to close this speech of Los Muertos it's called and it's like they don't even have the paperwork because right now it's coronavirus right <laughs> pretty messed up pretty oh. messed up oh jesus um <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's the problem with you know when with that's the negative side, right, of, of mass tourism is that you have a lot of corporations that come in and they want to, like, just take advantage of people and land. And they're they're like, oh, well, they could see where they can make money off of this, you know, from foreign influence. Yeah. Just kind of the, like the culture and the people, they just come and buy anything they want and build whatever. Yeah, which is so, so weird to me because I think the beauty of traveling to somewhere is immersing yourself in the culture, right? Like, I think why I used to like going to certain parts of Costa Rica was that like, I'm like, I don't want to see a McDonald's. I don't want an American restaurant. Like, I don't want to even hear people speaking English. Like, I'm coming here because I want to experience what these people are all about. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what we're going through in Saudi with so much tourism. But I guess, well, humans. <laughs> yeah, that's just human nature. It sucks. Um, what age did you get into surfing there? Um, well, I started standing up on a boogie board when I was about five or four. Okay. Um, my family, all of my family surfs. My brother is a big surfer and always hung out with the boys. Uh -huh. So right after getting up on a boogie board, they gave me their surfboard and I would hang with them and they pushed me. And all of the town as well would take me on their, on their boards and it just became like my playground. I would just get dropped off at the beach and beat you all day long. 
And how and how big was surfing when you were younger? When you were that young in in that town? Um, it's pretty. It's like fishermen and surfers. That's quite the name that Saita has. Right. So there's quite some surfers and always like a good vibe in between them, like good tight community of surfers. Mm-hmm. And since I've grown, like, it's going bigger and always kind of been. Um, how do you say? Sorry, my English sometimes. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's been growing in a beautiful way. It's all gathered up. The community is all surfers, mostly of the locals. Right. And who and who were some of those locals early on that you know you were inspired by? Um, all the Kalenas. There's the local surfers. There's the Kalena, Tigre. Also, there's Kalikarranza. And many of those also as longboarders, it was Floyd and Inzan. Uh-huh. That way. Um, but the bigger names uh, of surfing in Mexico came out of the city. Yeah. So they're not huge and it's, it's not like what the Scalino or like the, the wave here is like taught in like all conditions because there's some really shitty to really good. Yeah. Yeah, so probably them and my brother, my cousins, like we all grew up together, inspiring each other. And when did you start seeing like, um, seeing people coming from like the United States and Australia there? Like how old were you when you started seeing like that whole contingency start coming there? I think more of the age of like 11 and huh? then like, not like pushed to more of a like, like holiday, like party, surfing, naps. Uh huh. And they got like social media came more to be like showing how Sarita is and so good. <laughs> Mostly Instagram as well pushed it for tourism. Yeah. Yeah, I think Instagram is the one, it's the way that like I was exposed to it, you know, and, and video clips popping up and little contests and stuff like that. Like I was like, oh my god, this place is like kind of amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe when I was 11. Uh-huh. And then right about like five years ago, like the the local tourism Mexican came around because it became Pueblo Mexico. Uh-huh. And so it's like all over TV and like I've even gone on planes and like they say those are the places to go for tourism in Mexico. Oh, really? Where they explored it. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. I think there's just a couple in Mexico. Right. As that name, it's more exposed to Mexicans. Yeah. Yeah. And who are some of the surfers that you? Because I know you've like you you've developed friendships with obviously a lot of people in, in this in this whole tight longboard community. But who are some of the people that you connected with internationally first? Like who were some of the first surfers that you connected with? Um, well, Karina, she she her family had a house here. Oh. The Punta Sailita surf contest, and she'd come all the time. Even when she was younger, probably we hung out. Okay. When I started longboarding probably six or years ago, she was one of the first women surfing that I really saw and was like, oh, wow, like, it's, she inspired me to like be better and like we'd go surfing together once we got to know each other. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, she invited me to her place in Sacramento and I got to do the 
contests in Malibu, the coalition ones. Uh-huh. From there on, I met all the girls, like Michaela, Hallie, and it became my second home. So I got to meet Worm, Cassia, Leah, and from there on, I was just like a big boom for me. Like, first, first final in a contest. Oh, wow. Like, I wanted to longboard professionally. Yeah, and so... So meeting those people is what got you into longboarding because before that you weren't necessarily longboarding as much when you were surfing? Yeah, I started like six years ago longboarding. Wow. It was just shortboard and hanging out with the boys. Oh, awesome. So I was shortboarding, but naturally uh, longboarding felt so much better for for my feet and my body. Yeah, no, no, it does. I mean, I mean it's, it's a thing where it's like a... I know for me, it's like I fell in love with it as well, like around that same time period, like about six years ago or, or something, because it just, it resonated with me more. It, it, just the things that it does, like you were saying, like, you know, the style, the footwork, you know, that kind of stuff. It also helps that like you could surf waves that are really tiny that you can't surf with other boards. Yeah, I, I respect the ocean a lot, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. waves are more my type of fun. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like less of a headache. I tell my friends all the time who don't do it, who like have grown up as like shortboarders on the East Coast of New York. I'm like, you know, look, this is something you should actually, if you want to surf as much as I get to surf, like five days a week, this is kind of the thing to be into. Because if you're sitting around waiting for swells for your shortboard, you're maybe yeah. surfing maybe once every two weeks. Like, no, thank you. Um, and how do you, do, now you did the, you were talking about how you did the coalition contest. And you've done, you know, obviously some duct tapes and some other contests. Yeah, just at the beginning of last year, and as the girls I'm friends with, I got to be involved in being there and just like showing up and supporting the girls. Uh, somehow I got invited as well and super stoked to like be part of like 10, 14 women to be invited to that contest. So slowly and surely I, it's working and I'm become like I'm creating the dream I've been wanting my whole life. Yeah, I mean, after all, that's what everybody wants, right? You want to be able to like s support your surfing, like whichever yeah, ways. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, everyone I talk to, I mean, that's the goal, right? It's kind of like, look, as long as I'm making enough money that I could surf. If it's possible that your dream gives you money, I mean, how lucky are we? Yeah, no, uh, no, no, a hundred percent. I mean, look, that's that's the goal. That's like, I mean. I think everybody in this world, which is, it's kind of nice to see that, is kind of after that. Now, how, how do you, you know, obviously being a woman in the, in the longboard scene and stuff, how important do you think it is for you guys to be like role models for a younger generation? It's super, super important and, um, and it's needed as well, because I could see from kids around Sayulita and like, it could, it could give them a whole different life have that push and for a woman to like be there to teach them and to be a role model for the gen younger generation is it's something that I'm looking forward to do more mm -hmm. and I've, I've taught a lot of little girls around here and taught them how to swim and it brings so much joy to them mm -hmm. you know and it's important if we could give a little bit of time to the community and to the girls that need it it's will make their day and their their, their young like their childhood yeah well no i think it's really great i mean all, all all you girls like it's you know i mean you've seen me bring my daughter to some of the contests and stuff like that like i i'm like 
it's something that I'm so happy that you guys are the people in this in this world because like I could show my daughter and be like, hey, look, that could be your future. Like this is, you know, and also, I mean, look, selfishly, like I'm like, those are going to be your aunties. Like, you know, I'm like, these are going to be the girls who are going to take care of you, you know, because yeah. And, and I love that, like, you know, yourself and Cass and Michaela and Worm, you know, like, I love that my daughter has people like you guys to look up to, right? It makes me as a parent feel very, um, very hopeful, you know, cause, cause I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is, th these are the people that I want my daughter to become, not just from the surfing side of things, but you know, obviously outside of surfing, you guys have great personalities. You guys really care. Um, you, and when I mean care, you care about larger issues than surfing, you know, kind of thing. And that, and that's important for me. Yeah, I think it's important for all of us to also like care other, like to create other things than just surfing. Like in my lifestyle, I've always learned to like be creative and arts, artistic and, and care for and to learn other ways of life because we're surrounded by nature and nature is like the ocean that gives us like our playground and joy of going out there and hang, making a nice community. You know. Yeah, and how did you? So, so you? I, I know you do a lot of art. So, how did you first get into doing art? Uh, my mother is a big artist. She studied in France at the art school. Oh, and um, she's always been teaching us the ways of, of like painting and like creativeness. We all make jewelry. It's a big thing in our family. Okay. My grandparents, my father, and my uncles they all make jewelry with black pearls and leather. Oh, okay. So since I was, like, since we moved to Mexico, we opened a shop called Pachalana. Uh-huh. And since then, I've always been involved in, like, helping my mother and making the jewelry and designing clothes and painting the house and, like, re redecorating the house. So there's always been movement and, like, creativeness in our family. And how, how do you think that relates to your surfing? Like, having this, where you have this... Um, this outlet of creativity through art, jewelry, uh, designing clothes and stuff like that. How do you bring that back into your surfing? I mean, it's a sense of freedom and like expression. Mm -hmm. And the way that you like make, make a painting or like create jewelry, it's also the way that I surf has like, everybody has their unique style. So I guess it's part of like, like creativeness right. and flow. So it's almost like when you're surfing, it's in a way of like your board becomes the paintbrush on the wave. Exactly, yeah. In any way that you are creative, I mean, that, that's your expression uh -huh. or it's what you want people to see. Now, going back to, you know, being a role model and stuff, what advice would you have for uh, younger surfers who are just getting into it? Like your, your piece of wisdom for them or whatever you would want. Like what is a piece of, of advice you would like to give them? Um, to really do what you love and what makes you happy is a big part of my mom saying and it's worked every single time for me mm -hmm. to be free and free of expression free of knowing what you want and really focusing in your dream and pushing like and pushing yourself further than you know to become that dream 
No, no, that's a good advice. I mean, how 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 do you think you've had to push yourself to make your dream possible? Like, what are the th obstacles you think you've had to push through? Without being afraid, really, like going. I've been traveling since I was fourteen, uh -huh. and and I was not afraid of going by myself and to like push and and not be shy, uh -huh. not be shy of what you want. That's what helped me a lot. And then you make friends throughout the way, and mm. being honest and like care. Like care for others as well, and building like a nice community and surrounding with what you're doing. Right. No, that that makes sense. No, no, no. You, Lola, you're all good. Trust me, it's all good. Please, d d don't even sweat about it. Um, now you've done a lot of like video projects, right? You've done like I forgot what the name of the one that you did where it was the the dancer. Uh, yeah, I love that one with the animation and your feet and the whole. And so, how did that project come out? How did that happen? Um, there's my friend Alex Patrick. Huh? My last two films, uh -huh. and we've been talking about it for years. And it was one of his like ideas we've had in his mind to like create this little project, and it was just the feet in like kind of a dancing way. And we had talked about it for years, and one day he's like, Lola, I'm ready, we're doing this next week, the waves are fun. And in two days, we shot it all. Oh, wow. It was super fun, and he got it on point. He had two camerographers, he was like, directing everything. It was a bit sweat sweaty walking around town, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we got good waves, and, and um, this idea that he had in mind like, became true, and it went really well. Yeah, I, lo I love that piece because for me, it's like, you know, the problem I have a lot of times with a lot of like longboard videos specifically or any kind of surf videos like that, it's just that they're very like, it almost becomes like surf porn, you know, it's just like good waves, like there's no story, there's no narrative, there's nothing interesting. And I like when that popped up and I saw that I was like, whoa, this is like, this is something that someone who doesn't even surf can enjoy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I love that. And like, also, if you don't understand the intricacies and the grace that goes behind longboarding, it was one that explained it very well in a visual way without a verbal narrative, if you will. Like, yeah, we worked pretty hard the last two days, and it became. I, I had no idea really of what was in his mind of what we were filming, and then he got it in one piece, looking no, like creative. It was. Uh, I'm pretty proud of Alex and both of us. No, it's beautiful. It's a be it's a beautiful thing. I mean, like, you know, I remember when it, like, again, like, when it popped up, like, my wife really doesn't surf, and I was like, you have to watch this. And she was like, oh, my God, this is really cool. You know, and I, lo I love, like, you know, that's the thing I think in the surf world, we need more of that kind of, like, risk-taking when it comes to surf cinema, uh, concepts, like, bigger picture, uh, just being a little bit more creative than being like, okay, I'm going to get someone on a good wave like that's easy you know that's you know we all surf a lot and we know that we could go out there and see if we had a camera in our hand we could film any one of our friends who's really good and make a video like that but that's boring um and then speaking of another film project that i really enjoyed that you were part of it was that uh piece that you did with uh leah and cassia for the inertia yeah um and can you explain a little bit can you talk a little bit about that how that happened and came about for sure um it was, it was Cassia that first emailed me about it, and I've always been one of my dreams to travel with Cassia and Leah. Mm -hmm. 
we really like connect and don't stop laughing all day. Yeah. So when they told me about it, I was in by the moment she asked me if I wanted to, I was like definitely I would like change all my plans to go with you out. And um, it was interesting. It was really beautiful. It was rainy, but we got pumping, pumping waves. Yeah. Just to like share some moments with them and really like get to know each other more. And we had really good waves. And we met this Cindy, the girl from Las Flores. We yes. were able to like get her in the film and like help her out with surfboards afterwards because of the film was so successful to to the cause. Yeah. It was it was really inspiring for me as well, and I learned a lot from all of them. And do you do you, do you have any contact with that girl anymore? Or no. Yeah, we all we all do. We all talk on Instagram and DM each other. She's supposed to come to the Mexican office, and we got all um, the papers organized for her to come here. Right. But since all of this coronavirus, it kind of. Gave a stop to everything. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of messed up a lot, a lot of stuff up for a lot of people. We're hoping that when it comes back to it, she'll be able to come and join us. She got a like wild card to get into the Mexican Fest as well. Oh, that's awesome! Because aren't they, aren't they talking about doing it in October or something? Yeah. Yes. I'm hoping it's, it's gonna be better i hope i mean look you know, this is possible yeah this is a tricky situation i mean like every week there's like it goes up it goes down right kind of thing you know people you know i i have my own t take on it where i'm like okay can you just please wear a mask so we could get over this um yeah. <laughs> i'm like please um I, you know uh so it's a little weird um but yeah i mean that that's all. I mean, those are two really great film projects that um, you worked on. Now, do you have any other film projects that you have coming up that you're working on? Um. Well, now I'm I'm planning on some. Yes. Okay. Sure. I, I would love because of my three cousins. There's Marco, Nome, and my brother. Uh huh. They're amazing surfers as well. That I would love to do a road trip around Mexico oh. with them and film a little bit of the culture in, in all of Mexico and like Michoacan. Pascuales, and we could end up going to Saladitas and just do a like road trip with the family and surf our brains out. <laughs> no, that would be a pretty cool movie to see for sure. Because yeah. I know Worm, Worm told me that your brother rips. Like they all rips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. She's like, oh, she's like Lola's brother, like rips. And I was like, oh man. Um, now recently, uh, you signed on with uh, Vans. Um, how did that come about? Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> um, it, I, with Karina, I was hanging with Karina with um, accompanying her to the Vans. Like little parties when there was duct tapes and I got to meet a lot of the Vans crew and we got into really good conversations and I was talking with Justin uh -huh. and he was just like oh you should con like contact Vans Mexico I'll get you in an email I was like oh my god you're like yes <laughs> for sure yeah and I don't I didn't expect much but then it followed through and it's like a dream come true really and also to be part of the family with that with Karina in it I think it's it's something that I always wish for yeah I mean they do like what I think is pretty amazing what they've done in the last couple of years with surfing is they're really and skateboarding as well is they're really investing in the people like yourself 
um, like Grant, like obviously Alex has been there a while, and, and Joel, but they're really investing in the surfing that I think matters. If you, yeah. Like obviously it's like me personally, I'm going to be like, okay, like I love I love to know that you guys are all being supported by a company, you know, like look, the, the more support, the better. But I think, I think what's been really good, and I was talking to Justin about this, is that I as a consumer, when I see that, I feel that when I buy a Vans product, that not only am I buying a product, but I'm investing in you. So I feel, so I'm feeling like my money, like you know, goes like as a family, for instance. You know, we obviously like buy the products for both our for our daughter and for ourselves. I always feel good that I'm like, hey, you know what? This money's going to Lola, and a part of this money's going to Grant, and like that's awesome. Like that makes me really happy. So I think, you know, I think it's it's great um, that they're getting you guys on board. And I was, I mean, I messaged you right away, like how happy I was that you, I was like, this is awesome. Like, I was like, I was like, I mean, it's funny. It's going to pretty much turn into like everybody that knows each other is going to be sponsored by Vans, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I love that concept as well, that, that we are actually a big family and that we all support each other. And- and we're they're open to our ideas and to be creative and like create different content and and like Karina as well with her drawings and they pushed her to, to succeed in, in that way as well, not just surfing but mm-hmm. to create art and what you have in your brain just put it out there. Kind of. Yeah, I mean they're investing in you guys as people. Like I think yeah, exactly. That's what I love. Like I'm, they're like, oh, what are you, what are you into? Oh, you play music. Like let's put the music in exactly. like your video. Like oh, you draw. Let's put the drawing as the title sequence. Like you know, you, you don't see companies really make that investment very often. Where they you know, like you see a lot, especially in the surf world. You see a lot of these surf companies that are kind of like okay. They get this much exposure. They have this many Instagram mm-hmm. followers. Like, let's just make sure we get like videos of them surfing. And with you, yeah. with you guys, what I love is that they like you. Even look how they promote you guys on social media. They're very much like, oh, this is an event they're doing, or this is an art show they mm-hmm. have. You exactly. know. So I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. It's it's, it's super cool, and and they're not trying to mold you and change you. They're just like, this is her. And this is why she's so rad. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I mean, that's going to sell their product. Like I said, like, I buy the product because I know that it supports people like you guys. Like, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to infinitely support that product. Um, who's, and, and this is going to be a little tough, who's your favorite Vans team rider? Oh, <laughs> I mean, it depends on women or Whoever, whoever. Karina is, I'm a big fan of Karina. Yeah. Of course, I mean Joel as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a tough one. I I get inspired by every single one because they they serve so differently. Yeah, yeah. I mean they definitely like have their own little thing. I mean look, Joel Joel's the dad, you know, the grandfather. He's. Yeah. I mean I know he's not going to want to hear that, but uh, I, I'm the same age. I'm the same age as him, and I, I kind of make jokes with him all the time that we're basically yeah. we're basically grandparents at this point. Um, so. Um, no, it's it's pretty awesome. Now, what what stuff do, do you have anything uh, going on with them in the future that you're trying to work on? Uh, right now everything is on pause with everything that's happening also in California and LA from the riots and Black Lives Matter. So it's kind of I'm getting some some ideas together and then I'll propose to them what I have in mind. Uh huh. 
but at the moment this is super new it's like been a month so. yes yeah it's fresh <laughs> no no it's it's a, but i know big things are coming and i'm excited for everybody to see them yeah and also like it's pushing me to surf more and and push myself and be more like prepared for what's coming <laughs> no because i mean to be honest when everything does open up like they're like everybody's gonna be like okay time to get to work like you know it's like exactly. you know and that's with not just with surfing that's with everything i know like with what i do it's kind of like okay like get ready it's gonna happen uh, so one of the things that i wanted to talk to you about that worm said i should ask you about is that supposedly you're obsessed with selena selena yeah selena. yeah sorry Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, a big, I'm a big uh, Latin lover. <laughs> yeah. And you, she was telling me that you have a tattoo of one of the lyrics. Yeah, como la flor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love reggaeton and all that. Oh, you do? <laughs> are, are you, are you going to use, you gonna use reggaeton in, like, in one of your video parts? You should. I should definitely do that. <laughs> did, you, did you see that thing that Dylan Graves did where he used like reggaeton in the beginning? Yeah, and I was like, dude, that is awesome. Like, that is so cool. I'm going to work on something for that. <laughs> yeah, see, that's awesome. Because I'm, I'm Latin. I mean, I've been here all of my life, and yeah. Latin music is what I listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is that, your fav- is that your favorite kind of music to listen to? Um, yes. When I'm home, and like, or when I'm not home, it reminds me of home, and it, it pumps me up every time I listen to it, and I know all the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that, that, that makes it easier, of course. Yeah. Um, so we covered a lot of stuff with, you know, with vans and with you, the filmmaking and surfing <laughs> and your art and, and where you, uh, where, you know, you come, came from in surfing. Where do you see your, what do you want to do with your surfing? Um, I, well, I want to surf my brains out cause I haven't gone in many places over the last two years. Right. Probably like really surf, surf and push it as most as I can. I, like I'm 21 and, and I'm ready to like bump it up. Yeah. But also just like find my home and where I want to be and create new content that nobody has seen before and like show, show to the world who I am, I guess, in my lifestyle and my story. No, that's good. I mean, how important do you think, you know, um, utilizing social media is for you as as a professional surfer? I mean, that's where we can express ourselves. And I think the smart, smart, as smart as I can do it, I will do it. Right. And inspire people. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Younger generations and women surfing to be, to be that like a voice. Yeah. Well, I think, you, you know, the thing that's great about, for me, my perspective from, from this side when it comes with social media is it gives you guys control, right? Like you guys have your own platform that you could, real, like you said about expressing yourself, you can honestly express yourself, right? Exactly. And um, I don't think there's, there was, you know, pre-Instagram, for instance, I don't think there was much of that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's changed. It's a lot. And if you do it for better, it's gonna be better. You just have to think wisely of what you want to do with it. Yeah. So that. So that's the key, right? So it's like it's 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 definitely you have a lot of, um, if you will, power in your hands. And if you if you don't use it wisely, it's detrimental to you. But if you use it wisely, yeah. it could probably be a very positive thing. Exactly. That's uh, what I'm. I'm going. 
going for. <laughs> yeah. No, look, it's 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 tricky, right? It's not it's not as cut and dry as like people think. Like you have to just, you know, especially you you, you want to be on brand, you want to, you know, even when you're like reposting something, you want to make sure you're reposting something that represents you well um, and is from the heart and is authentic, you know? And I I think that's a challenge. Definitely. Just like finding as well like who you are and what you want to show. Like when you're young, <laughs> you're like kind of go through waves. What you think at 18, what you think at 21, what you think at 25, yeah. and what you think at 30 are are dramatically different things. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, like, like I remember what I was like in my 20s, and it's very scary to think about what that was. You know, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I see pictures of myself, and I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, that was a bad idea. That was all bad. But yeah, see, yeah. but I mean, you guys are lucky. Like, you're 21. Like. That was a time too, like at your age, where you can make mistakes. You know, you could be like, "Ah, I'm 21." Who? I've made many, but <laughs> yeah. we're working through it. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so I'll kind of wrap this up with like two questions that I ask everybody. So, if you had to pick one place to surf that you've been to, which place would it be and why? Um, Noosa in Australia. That's okay. That's the dream wave. You have all points, like five points. Just walk up the point and have a different wave. Long ass wave. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, and the, I think that's my favorite spot. I could be there right now. Yeah, I mean, it's... And I've been dying to go there. It's fast. I mean, from everybody like that I talk to, like Worm's always like, she's like, oh no, she's like, this is like the perfect wave for you. Like, it's the kind of waves you like. And I'm like, oh. I was supposed to go last year and I kind of like like last minute like my wife and i kind of flaked out on the trip we're like ah, yeah. we have a three-year-old like do i want to put them on a plane to australia do i not and i'm like eh. a, lot of, a lot of hours <laughs> yeah i'm like uh I, I we haven't done that we, we we take her to hawaii like once a year like she does the six hour flight and that's fine and there's only so much like you know um disney cartoons she'll watch on an ipad before she starts freaking out so okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like i'm like eh, you know um but i'll wrap this up uh with this who would you like to thank that's helped you not just in surfing but in your life in general um israel israel Preciado, the mexican log fest creator <laughs> He is the one that pushed me into longboarding and gave me my first first surfboard and oh. with Bing and, and with Sia and my, when I was 14. And he was the one taking me out of Saibita to go surf Burgos or, or other secret spots like he's shown me throughout the years. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was um, like the biggest part of my surfing and also like my father figure. Oh, that's he, awesome. He's also always been there. And whenever I need something or talk to someone, he's been there for it. Do you do you th do you look at him as being kind of the ambassador to uh, Mexican like uh, longboarding? Yes, he's pushed his dream and seeing his improvement and in, uh, all inspired by him. Uh huh. I feel. Yeah. And he's also pushed a lot of different like younger generations to like classic longboarding story. Um, but yeah, Israel and Cassia, of course, and all the girls from California. <laughs> and, and are there any any brands of boards now that you've been riding that you want to uh, thank? Definitely. There's Dane Pearson I just got sponsored by. 
and I am the most grateful human. Okay, so so let me ask you something. So, so you so you get you get those boards basically. I'm, I'm kind of jealous. yeah because like everybody's like kind of they've all got like like devin just got one and he texted me photos of it and i was like i hate you i like i I, was so lucky yeah i'm like i hate you so bad right now i was like those i those boards look so insane they are insane and i'm excited i have like two new ones in california that i'm waiting to go get but Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because you ha- you had one in in uh, you that de- you took to New York, right? That blue yeah, one. That was my first one. Yeah. No, they're yeah. like. And I can't wait to surf them. Yeah, I told I told Dane I was like I got to get a little bit better before I invest in one. But like every time someone gets one, like I'm like I'm like I hate you. Like I want one so bad. I know. They're, they're amazing. I'm excited to serve them also in different waves and really feel them out. Yeah. <laughs> they're insane yeah Devin said I mean Devin took his out actually today and like like texted me he's like yep he's like even on crummy yeah. waves he's like this is pretty awesome definitely um, well alright I mean it was great to like virtually talk to you um, hopefully see you soon definitely thanks so much to Lola for taking the time out during her schedule to do this interview you know I hit upon a little bit how it's really important to have female role models in surfing and it's very true for me you know it's obviously going to touch me personally as being a dad of a girl or dad in general that our children have role models that they can look up to and Lola, Cassia, Worm, Michaela these are all people that I'm so happy that my daughter gets to look up to and talk to and see and be inspired by and Lola really takes that seriously and I really like that about her and besides she just rips she's just amazing but anyway enough of the jib jab enough of the talking want to get into some tracks some more Hispanic hip-hop hope you guys dig it I'll talk to you in a little bit peace Sigo siendo el patrón, cabrón, como no, desde casa a Babilón. El que los desbarata cuando los ataca, bola de perras flacas. A mí no me opacan, montenme a la placa, como lo acostumbran, pero ni así me tumban. Soy el que los derrumba, como el terremoto del 85. Pinche bola de jotos, un verso me los cinco, pa' que sigan mamando y sacándome el brillo. Los azorrillo, no más con el estilo No ando decrecido, soy un vato sencillo Raperos presumidos, quedaron sorprendidos Al ver que sin billetes me ganaba la gente Pinche bola de ojetes, por algo somos los jefes Ando de presumido, soy un vato sencillo Vivo la vida chido y brillo más que tu puto bling bling Ando de presumido, soy un vato sencillo Rimando con destreza pa' que mueva la cabeza A mí no me acompleja lo que hable gente pendeja Yo canto pa' mi raza y lo demás no me interesa Estoy donde me encuentro porque me lo he ganado Siempre me la he rifado, traigo escuelón pesado Así que cuidado, mejor ni le muevas Que los que han intentado acaban dando pena ajena Se creen la mera vena y en corto los humillo Yo desde bien morrillo traigo afilado el colmillo Así de sencillo, en pocas 
De nuevo aquí haciendo especial mención para los de Houston, pa'l Big Six y los Haterproof Que no falte mi jauría, quien diría Puro para arriba, sumando en las esquinas Pa'l Big Man y la raza de Juaritos Pa'l César y su carnalito Pa' los de Tijuas y todo Baja Califas Ando de presumido, soy un vato sencillo Debería empezar con las equivocaciones Las que hacen que en los ojos Las que dejan la duda de dónde estaríamos nosotros sin las canciones Sin las historias que he oído, sin esa primera impresión Si no me hubieras querido, sinergia en forma de algodones roídos Mi alergia es una opinión más que dejo un rapto y los cajones movidos Atavios aptos para adoptarlos de olvido Me guardo el derecho a conciliar mi orfandad Todo lo demás lo convido Y es que le has puesto mala cara a lo que más querías Narciso no hace nada desde hace días Se espabila y repara en los trastes Y el ruido pues toque si se para el contraste Es tu idioma Por seguir enganchado y tener el dato bien recorrido Ahí donde no lleve la charla y todos estos patos vienen conmigo Guardo la lana al costado, o sea por cuánto habrán apostado Me vale madre es tu amigo, jodas conmigo, salen tostados ah, Fue el bar donde conflicto, por ex convictos están encendidos Que pergas andan sondeando, salgo espontáneo, salgo escondido Sintió el horror de su vida, iba a correr por su vida Murió el vergazo de salida, le dejó la lengua entumida Se quedan puntos suspensivos, ansió un rescate elusivo En un sopetón y se la abanicó en el palidón y un sol se espaneteó se vio entre tanto cliente exclusivo, salió al espanto yendo explosivos Casi arrastrándose en la banqueta, como eligiéndose entre los vivos Volvió a sus sentidos, no eligió entre nada, le dijo de todo, perdió los estribos Se había resignado a defender el robo y están coludidos Se había persinado en su mente y por fuera fue un loco curtido Pensando que iba a ir aquí lo que fuera a pasar pues jodido Deciso de agallas sobre esa sordera que está percudido Herido en marañas y otras esferas que orbitan su estribo Dejando apagada y oculta la hoguera de una alternativa Muchas bendiciones Somos una verdad Chicos efectivos Lo vio clarito como algo que está en su mente Colmando constantemente como una tormenta mítica Se hundió sumiso en su risa de formas críticas Quizá de dogma implícito, enigma que antoja mitigar
atento, atento, respira, toma lento Sean bienvenidos a la urbe de concreto Las calles nos miran, los perros nos cuidan Las luces nos guían, que impide que sigas Vas a encontrar una ciudad donde la noche te hará soñar Te hará vibrar y despertar, mundo distinto que conquistar Graffiti en las calles plasmando verdad B-Boys y Writers, esta es mi ciudad MC City, DJs, vida, realidad Hey yo, hey yo, sabes que no miento Traigo la medicina que cura el movimiento Y existe un lugar donde quiero vagar Hermosa oscuridad que te hace brillar Este es el sonido que retumba en la calle Hermosa mi ciudad que me abraza como nadie Cielo al revés, ciudad de noche Y salí volando, brisas de la noche, ven abrázame Con esta urbe que siempre soñé El fuego que mantuve, ya lo liberé Fue tanto el tiempo que me aguanté De ir por mis sueños sin saber por qué Fue por el miedo, no lo sé, tal vez Hoy me encuentro en el sitio donde me siento feliz Puedo fluir, puedo escribir, puedo crear Quiero quedarme aquí, no dejar de existir Lo voy a construir para poder coincidir en estas calles Guardo el instante de este detalle Sobre el papel, no hay que me pare Me siento libre sintiendo el aire Bienvenido a esta ciudad que me inspira a dar más arte Cielo al revés, ciudad de noche Y en la Roma aterrizar para almorzar Interminables avenidas, sobrepoblación, corrupción Colonias perdidas, diferentes realidades en un mismo lugar Así incomparable a la gran Tenochtitlán Cielo al revés, ciudad de noche
esa banda Ojeras como las de un panda Siempre en el hustle madruga levanta No vean mis ojos, puedes ver mi alma Ve mi tormenta, ve mi calma No me adivinan ni viendo mi palma Sudor, no hay secretos Sé andar contra el viento El tercer ojo despierto Te juro no hay camino recto Montañas me hicieron quien soy El mar, el desierto me dio la visión La corona heavy como un faraón Como Calici yo te doy fuego Viene la reina de la jungla, ey Viene la reina de la fauna, ah con toda mi banda, ey, ya sabes la que se arma, ah, to the top, and I never gonna stop, all the way, to the top, and I never gonna stop, quien es la reina de la jungla, ey, quien es la reina de la zona, ah, vengo con toda mi banda, ey, ya sabes la que se arma, ah, to the top, and I never gonna stop, all the way, to the top, and I never gonna stop, que no voy a parar, yo le voy a dar, lo voy a gozar, vamos a celebrar, vamos a fumar, vamos a reír, que seguimos Dando de qué hablar Y voy ligera No veo fronteras Le doy con fuerza Por mi gente que me espera Tengo a mi espalda El cerro de la silla Deja pasar Muévete a la orilla Cabrón yo no nací De tu costilla Rompí la jaula Soy tu pesadilla Hago sueños realidades Pongo la M en el mapa Quien desde cero Sin nada Alguien le conoce Más ganas Quien es la reina De la jungla Quien es la reina De la fauna Vengo con toda mi banda Ya sabes Volume 65 of the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying the tracks, the interview, that whole thing, everything that's going on. Uh, let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Crew podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our page, bodegabordercrew.com, for merch, action items, all that kind of stuff. Also, make sure to check out the episode description on your iTunes player or whatever player you're using for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. So, One of the sub-interviews that I am doing now has to do with organizations and people that are helping the social justice movement along. And Stoked has been an organization that I've been involved with on and off for, I mean, almost 10 years, I think. I've designed some stuff for them. I've volunteered at events. I've raised money for them. They're an amazing organization, and they hit me personally because... 
Growing up in inner city New York, skateboarding is something that actually saved my life both physically and mentally and socially. I learned a lot of great lessons from skateboarding and I'm a big believer in it as a tool to teach life lessons. And Steve from Stoked has established this organization to basically do the same kind of thing. So here's a little bit of talk with Steve and what he does and you'll learn a little bit more about his organization. What's your name and what's the name of your organization? Steve Lars Lier and my organization is called Stoked. And how, what made you start your organization? Uh, I was a mentor to a kid in foster care in New York City. Uh-huh. And uh, if you know anything about mentoring organizations, most of them just kind of, you know, it's, it's really about eating pizza, hanging out with a young person, and I love snowboarding. Um, so I wanted to find a way to connect with the kid that I was mentoring more. Mm-hmm. And so came up with the idea uh, 15 years ago to start a snowboard mentoring program. So that's how we got started. And what, and what year did that start? Uh, 2005. 2005. And so now you do, you guys, what you do um, is you do skateboarding, snowboarding, and surfing, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's what we do. And what are the main goals that you have for your organization? Like, what's the big thing that you guys focus on? Uh, closing the opportunity gap that happens for, uh, for black and brown youth. And it's really... There's a, uh, there's a, the opportunity gap is the difference in life trajectory between a, a low income and a middle class youth, right? Right. Um, and it's not just education, it's about everything that happens as a result of that. And so uh, the past 30 years, um, the folks are paying attention that, uh, that there's been a, a, a gap in wealth in the country. Mm-hmm. And so uh, people from low income backgrounds who are predominantly black and brown uh, tend to uh, be on the lower end of, of wealth and opportunities. So the, the you know educational attainment, connections to jobs, different experiences, having positive role models around, uh, those are the things that tend to be lacking. And, uh, and so what we use is we use the lifestyle and culture of snowboarding, skateboarding, surfing to help accelerate um, the skills that kids learn in order to be successful in life, um, the relationships that they need, um, and the experiences that they could draw from to, to gain confidence and uh, to increase their self-awareness about the impact that they have uh, on themselves and in the world. Awesome. I mean, I think, you know, I've done, I've obviously with you guys, like I've raised funds for you guys. I've, I've done, I've been in a surf instructor at some of the things I've yeah. designed some of your brochures. Designed some stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. the whole thing. Like I've been involved and like the one thing I love about your organization, I especially learned this when I did the surf, when I did the surf instructor thing is just the positivity that you guys preach. And also a big part of what you guys are working on with these kids is how hard work pays off. And, yeah. I, and I think surfing and skateboarding and snowboarding, those are things that like you will kill yourself to get your first wave. You'll kill yourself to get that first ollie, you know, and but when you do get it, there's a big reward to it. And I think that's yeah. something I saw because I know for me, it's like I saw a lot of these kids catch their first waves for the first time. And, I'm, and it was probably their 10th time that they've 
done the, the, the water thing and to see their faces and kind of like have this mental breakthrough of like, wow, if I really just stick at this, I'm yeah. going to do something. Um, and I think that's very powerful. And especially me, you know, I'm someone that uh, skateboarding as growing up in inner city New York in the 80s and 90s, skateboarding saved me. Um, kept me out of trouble and gave me my whole life that exists now. And so it's it's really nice to see that. Um, what are what are some of what are some of the cities that you guys are in right now that people can connect with you? Oh, in, in New York and Los Angeles. In New York and Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. And so what are some of the current initiatives you guys are doing right now? Um, you know. Yeah, so right now right now and depending on when this comes out, we are going to be recruiting mentors for kids. Okay. So uh, due to COVID and sort of in you know grateful for the black lives matter movement um just really placing a spotlight what we're finding is that even more so than ever kids need to feel like they're part of a community and to be a part of something bigger than themselves right um and they really just love connecting with other uh, other people right. and so uh, we're going to be, uh, we first started off as like a mentoring program and then we also added after school programs and uh, in addition to our snowboarding, skateboarding, surfing, but we're really just going back to our roots of like providing each kid with a mentor, um, to help guide them and to help be a role model and to help advocate for them. And, to, so that's, that's what we're doing. So yeah, we're looking for mentors, um, you know, people to commit to working with young people. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and help them become happy, successful adults. Now, what is involved with being a mentor with your organization? So right now, it's it's really about checking in um, and checking in weekly um, with with the young person for at least an hour, mm -hmm. um, and um, and then every month we'll be having different activities, snow skate, surf activities that we'll be doing. And I think the big goal really is to help sell the idea of like being a mentor and creating a mentor lifestyle. And so um, I know that you're an igniter, right? Yeah. Like you support Stoke. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, so that's that we're, we're the, the prerequisite is that everybody's going to have to be an igniter. Right. Because we want, we want people to be able to support us. Um, and there's one thing too that, you know, if, if you're able to, to really just commit to a cause and make making mentoring youth mm -hmm. that is based off of your interests and your lifestyle a cause like that's what we want we want to build an army of people just like that you know right yeah. um so how do people apply to be mentors like you said they first have to become igniters so how, how did how does that happen just for people that don't know yeah, so you just go to stoke.org and you can find out all of the information there. So yeah, you could you can you can apply there. You can um, uh, you could uh, sign up to donate there, and so that's that. We're we're going to be recruiting, screening, training mentors this summer. Okay. So that's that's the plan. You okay. know, uh, the plan is to go back uh, when school. Hopefully, when school is like. Oh somewhat back in yeah. session <laughs> but uh but yeah the plan is to match up kids and mentors uh this fall to support them this next school year okay and that's yeah. gonna that's mostly gonna be in new york and, and los angeles as you said yep yeah stuff yep. like that um yep. so with everything going on with this international civil rights movement that 
you know, the, a lot of people are saying, which is rightfully so, is the biggest uh, civil rights movement that's ever happened in the world. Um, and yeah. we, which is which is amazing to see that support, not just from, you know, our, our youth here in the United States, but also from all over the world. How has that affected your business in turn? I'm sorry, how has that affected your organization in terms what you focus on with the youth? I mean, that's we're, we're responding directly be, between COVID and and the uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, that we're we've changed our program to adjust uh, to support our kids. You know, like the isolation that came from COVID, um, kids needed us more, and then the uh, police brutality and uh, and the sort of you know the the state of the world we're just finding that kids just need to know that there's a community of, of adults that actually care about their future mm -hmm. right um, because every er, everywhere in the world is uh, in the news and the media is is saying and it's proven that like that they don't care about their future so we're we're creating a community of people that that really actually care and have their back and want to create pathways for them. Yeah, I mean, what you guys do, which I, I really love when it comes to the mentorship, is like you're just you're not just asking for allyship, alliances and people to be allies, but you're also asking people, uh, rightfully so, to really be like that support system, you know? And I can't, yeah. I can't imagine, I mean, look, I'm 46 years old, I can't imagine being a kid with what's going on. Like I, yeah. like I just like, I don't know how I would deal and I would think I would need every support system in the world. And that's yeah. a, that's the beauty of what you guys are doing now, how you've pivoted, which I find really amazing. And I want to draw attention to to people is that, you know, even though you guys aren't doing these surfing events outdoors and you're not doing the skate events outdoors, and you're not doing the snowboard events outdoors because we can, yeah. you're still offering uh, these these tools for this youth to keep, stay engaged, stay positive and stay motivated for a, a bigger goal. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I mean, honestly, it all of that stuff is, wouldn't be possible because, like, you know, a lot of the uncertainty that's happening in the world is super scary. And you know, we had between layoffs and decreased funding and budgets and that sort of stuff. It's it's a very uncertain world out there. But the one thing that we do know is that kids need help more than ever. So yeah. <laughs> we're just yeah. we're just have to people have to remind people all the time that like. You have to bet on youth, right? Like it's a, even the young people. They're they're everybody's. They're the ones who's driving the change. And if you're older, then you need to support young people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're, we're we're trying to. The way I always look at it, I know you're a parent as well as myself. Yeah. Is that we're always trying to to basically this world's going to be around longer for them than it is for us, and it's our yeah. job to enable our children, whether they be our physical children or they be children that we're mentoring or even youth, yeah. youth in the neighborhood, to have a support yeah. system. I think that's important. Um, For I'll, sure. I'll close this up with asking you, how can the public directly help your organization right now? Like what is the, right. like, what is the thing you guys need now more than anything? We just need, we need more donors so okay. that we can continue this work right now. Um, the biggest thing is uh, donors and if you are a leader at a company and you want to help provide uh, opportunities for your employees to get involved too, like that's that's what else I would I would need right now. It's just like uh, 
money to donate so that we can continue to recruit mentors and provide programs for our kids. Um, but the but also if you're a, if you're a company, um, if you're a, you know a, a, like a, a decision maker at a corporation, mm-hmm. um, and you want to be able to help your employees feel get a sense of like like how they can support like. We're starting to do um, like trainings for uh, you know on race and equity and privilege. Like we're okay. starting to do that for companies mm-hmm. um, and and help your employees get a sense of purpose and a sense of like how to make sense of the world because there's all this new information that's happening in the world and and people are doing it in isolation, right? And mm-hmm. so I think it's better to do it in in community form, you know. And, and uh, and still could be that sense of community for your for your employees. I think that's actually a very interesting uh, kind of uh, tool that you're offering too. Is that like a lot of companies and corporations don't know how to navigate this new space. You know, it's a very yeah. and and they want to do the right thing and they want to be allies and they want to put their voices and their money in the right place. So having someone like you and your organization be a part of that process, I think is yeah. very interesting. So that's something I definitely am glad that we got that messaging out there. For sure. Um, but yeah, sure. you know, everyone should check out uh, Stoked. It's an organization uh, that does a lot of really, really good. Um, and you support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I do. And I try to do whatever I can. Uh, and uh, yeah, Steve, thanks for sitting down. And uh, yeah, we'll see you out there. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support and I appreciate you reaching out. All right. Thanks to Steve for taking time out of his busy schedule. You know, right now with everything that's going on in the civil rights movement and social justice initiatives, Steve has a very large plate in front of him. And his organization, organizations like his need our help. So if you can, you know, either donate. Uh, I do a thing where I basically subscribe monthly. It takes a certain amount of my my money out of my bank account. I don't think about it. It's like a magazine subscription. That little bit helps them. Also, I think the thing that he brought up, which is very important, is that they do need mentors and you could do that virtually. So you might want to sign up to be a mentor. I know a lot of people out there that reach out to me over Instagram are always like, what can I do? What can I help? How can I do stuff? I'm kind of confused. Here's something you can do. Here's something you can do. So go over to their site, uh, stoke.org, and check them out, get involved, and help these kids out. And thanks again, Steve. But anyway, let's get back into some tracks, some fun, and then check in with you guys in a little bit with some short takes. Peace. Pasaste caminando afuera del cantón. Que estaba cotorreando con todo el bandón Viniste saludarte, tú me tiraste a león Te dije cómo estás pero no hubo contestación Después de algunos días nos vimos en la calle Te ibas con tu gato fresita de la del valle Yo todo me acuarro, tu lado y con mi paño Discúlpame chiquita por no traer carro del año No tengo sueldo fijo, vivo de mis canciones Pero por ti bonita me voy sobre los millones No soy ningún carita, ni un rompe corazones Pero hoy vengo a cantarte hasta quedarme sin pulmones Eres la cosa más bella, esa doncella que destella como estrella, con tu hermosura a las otras atropellas, desde que te conocí en mí dejaste huella, la mujer de mi vida tú eres ella, la cosa más bella, esa doncella que destella como estrella, con tu hermosura a las otras atropellas, desde que te conocí en mí dejaste huella, la mujer de mi vida
ella, tú eres ella Perdona si te insisto, pero me estás ganchado Cada que pasas por la casa te guacho sordeado Ahorita ando tomado, pensando en conquistarte Escribiendo unos versos para tratar de enamorarte Mi morenita linda, no te pongo ni un pero Que te ves a tu vato, ¿a poco no más el dinero? Yo no tengo problema, como quiera aquí te espero Cuando quieras probar lo que es amor del verdadero Mami yo no te fallo, aquí estoy en la banqueta Si te vine a traer gallos, pa' que sepas que esto es neta Si quieres una cheve, traigo la troca repleta a cotorrearla un rato al sol de las trompetas Eres la cosa más bella Esa doncella que destella como estrella Con tu hermosura a las otras atropella Desde que te conocí en mí dejaste bella La mujer de mi vida tú eres ella La cosa más bella Esa doncella que destella como estrella Con tu hermosura a las otras atropella Desde que te conocí en mí dejaste bella La mujer de mi vida tú eres ella Entonces que princesa ya no me de apretada Ya déjate de cosas y asómate a la ventana Pa' decirte que te quiero de a de veras No hagas caso a lo que dicen tus amigas argüenderas Son unas envidiosas, varias quieren conmigo Pero tú eres la buena, eso ya está decidido No quiero ser tu amigo, ni tampoco tu amante Quiero que seas la mera, mera de ahora en adelante Te soy sincero, pa' que sepas lo que siento Por esos ojos negros daría todo lo que tengo Dejaría los vicios pa' vivir eternamente Junto a ti chiquita hermosa como lo he soñado siempre Eres la cosa más bella, esa doncella que destella como estrella con tu hermosura a las otras atropella Desde que te conocí en mí dejaste bella La mujer de mi vida tú eres ella La cosa más bella Esa doncella que destella como estrella Con tu hermosura a las otras atropella Desde que te conocí en mí dejaste bella La mujer de mi vida tú eres ella Ahora se tiene que aguantar y hornear 
que ni le llora va a quedar Vecino, por favor, con todo respeto Vámonos, si fumo, lo vi desde el techo ¿Qué pasó? Vámonos, yo rolo derecho Keep wax, hot cheese, le echo Sobre homie, túmbese Un gallo alivianese Mi gente concentrándose Yo siempre dopándome Sobre homie, túmbese Un gallo alivianese Mi gente concentrándose Yo siempre dopándome Por mucho tiempo contuve mi voz Meditando estuve en nubes con los Grandes maestros ancestros Quemando mi viva con llamas del sol Prefiero a María mil veces que alcohol Pochate remix, prende taqui roll A la verga se vecino varón Hasta su hija la hice mi hoe lo que la alucinó, seguro que fue mi bon Le preparo otro hit, completo se lo fumó No diga que no si vi, que es bien re marihuano Cuando al techo me subí, vi que también le jaló Otra vez por la mañana, en la motita me puse a forjar A mi me vale más, de si por el tufo el vecino viene a tocar pero no le voy a rolar Porque es bien sordo el otro día lo vi fumar Ahora se tiene que aguantar y hornear Porque ni le llora va a quedar No quiero estar más lejos de ti Mi vida no es vida sin ti Ni con tragos de alcohol he podido olvidarte Clavaste en mi pensamiento Todavía en las noches extraño tocarte y siento un presentimiento Tomaré hasta que salga el sol pa' ir a buscarte y luego del arrepentimiento Tomaré mis maletas, volaré lejos, mi rostro cansado y no se ve contento Todo el día tomando tequila, soy el vagabundo de la esquina Agotado como mi pupila, no he dormido y mi medicina se convirtió en una bebida Necesito alcohol para la herida Que confusión causaste en mi vida Princesa dolorida y aburrida Iré a buscarte al amanecer Ella se siente sola al parecer No sé si me quisieras atender Y te vuelvo a ser mía al anochecer Eres una cicatriz que me lastima Como me lastimas Cuando se me baje la dosis que me anima Lo que fuera por ti No quiero estar más lejos de ti 
mi vida no es vida sin ti Por ti, daría lo que fuera por ti No quiero estar más lejos de ti Mi vida no es vida sin ti Sin ti, mi vida no es vida sin ti Siento que muero sin ti El, 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 el,
Welcome back to the Bodega War Crew Podcast, Volume 65. Again, it's been a fun journey with a lot of this uh, Mexican and Latin hip-hop. I've learned a lot. I'm having a lot of fun. You know, my reference point previous to this was a lot of Puerto Rican-inspired and Dominican-inspired hip-hop in New York City. And being exposed to this stuff, thanks to Lola, has been really awesome. And it gives me another lane to go down. And another wormhole, like... I usually go down these wormholes and it's going to be scary and I'm going to start buying records and all that kind of stuff. My wife's going to kill me, but, you know, it is what it is. But let's do a little housekeeping. This is the Bodega Border Group podcast. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Bodega Border Crew. Make sure to check out our site, bodegabordercrew.com, where we have merch, uh, action items, other stuff, videos, that kind of thing. Also, make sure to check out the episode description on your iTunes player for track listings and links to things that we're talking about. This week, we have a bunch of short takes. The first short take is this uh, video that Robots put out uh, featuring Troy Elmore. That's really cool. I know behind the scenes, he's been working on this for a while. Um, It's called Shut In. It's really cool. Uh, Van supported it. Troy is an amazing surfer and shaper and great guy in general. And Vans is onboarding a lot of people like Lola, like himself, that they're bringing to the fold. Again, supporting great surfers. And this video is really cool. It's another great example of Robot's work. Uh, Great song. He always picks the perfect music for uh, the videos. And lots of great surfing uh, around Newport area and places that Troy basically calls his home. So we have a link to that video. Check it out. Awesome job, Robot's. Keep putting out this amazing content. The second video or short take that I have is this clip uh, by Morgan Masson called Victoria. And it's about Victoria Vergara, who's a longboarder, originally from Union Island, but I guess she lives in Hosinor now, uh, France. And I met her briefly at the duct tape in Rockaway. Again, very crazy time. And she's someone that's been on my radar who has this like really graceful style, really interesting uh, way of surfing. And I never knew much about her. And this video, it's her basically talking about herself and where she comes from and her daily routine and all that kind of stuff. I love pieces like this in general because if you don't know someone who you're looking at their surfing all the time via Instagram or videos or anything, this is a good way to kind of get in depth about their personality. And uh, he does an amazing job. Morgan does a really good job of capturing that. So we have a link to the video, check it out. Hope you guys enjoy it. The last short take I have is this video that Vance put out called Breaking Boundaries, which is really cool. And they had a premiere for it on YouTube, uh, the standard. Uh, But it's basically about a a surfboard drive, at least it centers around that, that uh, the Gudaskis brothers uh, organized through their Positive Vibes Warrior Foundation with um, Chris Dennis, who's a pro surfer from Trinidad and Tobago. And I like this movie a lot because, for a couple of reasons. One is that it opens your eyes to what's going on in Trinidad and Tobago, these two polar opposites of poverty and paradise. And that happens in a lot of places and we're not exposed to it. You know, a lot of people will travel to, let's say Mexico or the Caribbean and or Fiji, and all they're seeing is the paradise part of it, but they're not seeing the poverty part about it. And I think it's important for us to open our eyes to that. And when we go to these places, if we can somehow get involved or help out. And this movie or video, whatever you want to call it, centers around 
this board drive and the impact it has on people. People don't realize a donation that you do, let's say stateside, how it could trickle down and change someone's life somewhere else. And right now what we're trying to do in the world is essentially change people's lives, make people's lives better, make them have a better standard of living, uh, have them get the rights that they need to do. And as little as donating a, a crappy shortboard you have that's just been sitting in your garage that you don't use anymore, you wouldn't believe what it could do. And what the work that Chris Dennis is doing down in Trinidad is amazing. So check out this video. Also check out the organizations uh, that are supporting these people. Because if you can donate to Positive Vibe Warrior Foundation or any of the other foundations that uh, help these kids uh, with the board drive or other stuff, I think you'll make a huge impact and you'll be really surprised. So that's it for this episode. Three years, three years I've been doing this. It's been a lot of fun. I don't plan on stopping. I plan on doing more. Obviously with everything going on, things have switched around, you know, video stuff. We're sitting on a movie that we don't wanna show, we don't wanna release online if we don't have to. We've had a little spike in the coronavirus here in Southern California, which I knew was gonna happen when they started opening up bars because I saw how people were behaving. Uh, so go out there, be safe, wear masks, social distance. Uh, do active beach activity. Don't uh, don't set up camp on the beach. You know it's it's really gross to see what Doheny has turned into in the summer that nobody can listen. And I will not bring my family down there because of that. You know, out of respect and out of I don't want to be a carrier of I might be a carrier of coronavirus. I don't want to give it to someone. Uh, so try to be respectful out there. And this goes with everything. Just be respectful to other people. Part of the social justice movement that's happening is centered around being respectful and listening to people. And that's the same thing with what's going on in the coronavirus. I think the universe is giving us basically an opportunity here to prove if we're selfish or not. And the good news is there's a lot of people who are showing that they're not selfish and especially the young kids and they really want to make sacrifices. And they want to make the world better on multiple levels. The bad news is you have an older generation who will not learn and is more concerned about their individual rights than actually helping people, which is really scary to me because at the end of the day, freedom is not free. Somebody had to make a sacrifice. And if you're not willing to make a sacrifice for your freedom and other people's freedoms, then I don't know what to tell you. But enough of that. Let's go out there. Let's have some fun. Enjoy each other's company. And like I always say, there's no need to bust a craze out on a wave. Go out there, smile each other, wave, have a good time, and I'll see you out there. Peace. Que no soy puro pero vuelo en una novia orino caen las gotas enciendo lo crelo me sabe suena leve mi sol es el amor me eclipsan los dineros cuadritos de alfajor si van amargos los culeros yo soy la fiesta en el tintero la risa más sincera oculta bajo un velo negro sigo sangrando para escribirte lo que quiero busco mi parte y que me des tu amor sincero las cosas más profundas quiero caricias que me abunden pero me da la espalda yo te tomo por el culo cicatrices mandan me quisieron cuando no tenía futuro por siempre agradecido se los juro la flama en mi sendero tan oscuro cuando una dama te hace 
hace mierda contra el muro Si no te dieron lo que diste y punto Tú no culpes a la suerte que la suerte es uno Probé de todo, me quedé contigo y este humo Sientes el frío en pleno sol de junio Si quieres abrigo, cuando ya no lo has sido La cosa no funciona así conmigo Conozco a muchos, pero pocos son realmente amigos Yo soy escuela, forever, no tengo enemigos Cuentan los años, pero no consecutivos Las giras, conflictos, planeo morir activo Me juro con el rap por si nunca me haces rico Y te juro por mamá nunca darme por vencido, mijo Tú decides cómo cruzarte en los caminos, loco Yo. Piso mi camino, sigo por mi senda Dime si lo ves conmigo, si aparentas Deja de ser suerte cuando es una mierda Lo malo, lo bueno, vivir es una ofrenda Piso mi camino, sigo por mi senda Dime si lo ves conmigo, si aparentas Deja de ser suerte cuando es una mierda Lo malo, lo bueno, vivir es una ofrenda Y sí, seguro que te pones loca sin mí Porque él estabas antes cuando yo te conocí Las cosas son o no son, que nadie nace sabio Si son sedientos no me iba a esperar el cambio A solas son un ritmo, yo te juro que te mato Sé que esperaban hipnos de Traigo manifiestos en mis ratos Líbralos de mí si vengo que me sube el diablo Escupo y locos no lo ven venir 12 puntos el descalabro El hispano más insano si tres palos Arrima limpia no me duras mano Yo hago con un tema lo que tú no haces con disco Quizás es el problema que te aferras si no eres listo Lo tuyo no es el rap Lo tuyo es tirar mayonesa pa' los mixtos Sin ti yo soy existo Y tú, sin ese odio que me tienes ni te hubiera visto What's up? Piso mi camino, sigo por mi senda Dime si lo ves conmigo, si aparentas Deja de ser suerte cuando es una mierda Lo malo, lo bueno, vivir es una ofrenda Piso mi camino, sigo por mi senda Dime si lo ves conmigo, si aparentas Deja de ser suerte cuando es una mierda Lo malo, lo bueno, vivir es una ofrenda el camino de samurai yo soy Sin califas, tengo familiares chambeando Cabrones productores como este sonando Bien severo, dinero es lo que quiero Macizo, disparo, melodías con flautas de carrizo Cuidado que me libro de tu hechizo Baby mami, mi récord trae calor Como el equipo de Miami Me llaman al que porque soy el nuevo México Con barras como en Vegas que despegan hacia el éxito Puro veneno como polvo en la vagina Que llevan de leyexes hacia North Carolina Unos mueren por paper y otros tanto por Jainas. Unos no tienen paper, traen cristal en la ranfla Navegan con la nueve, siempre listos pa'l Están en la probation, pero más en la ganga Esto es americano, América Latina Son muchos mexicanos haciendo free en la esquina Unos trabajan legal mientras otros cocinan Las astillas de ese vidrio que a la raza asesina Y no te culpo, afuera hace frío, no traigo saco El clima aquí es grave como el home en Chicago Ve claro, la muerte y el disparo
barba en aumento Son reyes en el cielo como Hawking Sacramento Lo son ellos, lo traen ellos En Boston te ven mayoreo sin tarjeta del Costco Mayor cifra de reos la tenemos nosotros Pero hoy estamos unidos y si vamos por todo esto es americano América Latina Son muchos mexicanos haciendo fría en la esquina Unos trabajan legal mientras otros cocinan Las astillas de ese vidrio que a la raza asesina Esto es americano Espera la mixtape, vacaciones en la calle, Sonora Streets, DF City, para el mundo entero, LN, los nacidos bastardos. Bienvenidos al estado donde vivo, tierra de mi gente, casa para los más pesados es evidente, la capital de jugadores y las jainas más buenas, con que nunca te enamores, aquí es puro pinche party, de los clubs a las calles, you can ask anybody, y al equipo no le falles, aquí todos los compas, le van a Lakers y los Dyers, para algo todos luchan, pregúntale a los homies, que desde el bote me escuchan, y te hablo con la verdad, sabes todos tus sueños y le echas ganas es en realidad, Saludos a los que pasen, ya saben que las fachas y las modas aquí nacen California todo el día, aquí representando desde San Diego a la Bahía California, bienvenidos a California Bienvenidos a California, tierra del mojado hechicero, natal de México, que no conoce el miedo, los crímenes me tienen preso, en mi castillo, la vida de glamour y lujo, viene conmigo, tengo la reputación, de mil amores, mujeres, varios sabores, varios dolores, tuve la desilusión, y caí en la pinta, golpes de la vida, golpes sin medida, en este mundo, creo que, todo se vale, las calles de Los Ángeles, me hicieron buen jale, hago mis chingaderas, y ahora, nunca me rajo, como un gallito fino, nunca se queda abajo, este es tu homenaje con todo respeto, mujeres, cerveza y mota son tu reflejo, continuamos con este crimen, con el próximo asalto en el coro para que se animen. California, bienvenidos a California. Ahí te va. Yeah. Yeah. 
Por el tráfico muevo verde, no pueden verme Directamente desde la ciudad que nunca duerme Mienten el dinero y el dinero en mi mente Balas explotan en paredes y no cae la gente Declaran toque de queda en el LA Porque si gana el equipo madreamos la ciudad Hablando en realidad, vida más loca que los tres puntos que tienes Carros, crónica, música, palmas y mujeres No estoy dormido pero cada quien tiene su sueño Le sigo dando como un carro que no tiene frenos Carro robado tratando escapar un helicóptero En California donde todos quieren ser Famosos, que chingados esperas, dispara para la luna y aunque no llegues o que sea te quedas en las estrellas Desde California, México, Acoris por y locos, cumple nada más que por California, bienvenidos a California